Welcome to Almost Here, Around the Corner of Future Technology Podcasts with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used, or just around the corner, from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Coming to Dallas, Texas, September 14th, 15th, and 16th, 2018, the Blockchain and Future Tech Expo. This is going to be a gigantic conference of over 5,000 people. We're going to be talking about blockchain and its applications. We're going to be talking about quantum computing, cybersecurity, artificial intelligence, and several other future technologies that are poised to and actually changing our lives as we speak. Here's why you should attend. As you may know, early adopters are the ones that investigated and profited from things like the gold rush in the 1800s, from the dot-com boom in the 1990s, from the internet boom in 2005, from the smartphone explosion in 2007, from the real estate boom that ended in 2008, and of course, from the Bitcoin boom that started in 2012. Early adopters act now. They don't wait till later. They go out west first, and their covered wagons, they find the biggest gold nuggets. If you consider yourself an early adopter and you want to find the biggest nuggets, then you owe it to yourself to attend this upcoming conference. Blockchain is going to affect how we control and store our medical data, how we send money around the world, how we bank, and more. But artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and cybersecurity will play a pivotal role in our lives as well. And that's why our next event, September 14th to the 16th at the Dallas Convention Center, is going to have not only 5,000 plus attendees, but will showcase blockchain, AI, cybersecurity, quantum computing, and more. You want to get in on the coming gold rush of future tech and opportunity as an early adopter. Don't be left out. To register, go to bftexpo.com. That's blockchainfuturetechexpo.com. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Future Tech Podcast. I am Alan Thomas, and I am joined here today by Alistair Johnson founder and CEO of Nuggets. Hello, Alistair. Hello, Alan. Good to be here. Uh, oh, good to, uh, good to have you on. Uh, so I'll, I'll hit you with the hard question first. Uh, what does Nuggets do? Uh, Nuggets is an e-commerce payments and ID platform. It stores your personal and payment data securely in the blockchain, so you never have to share it with anyone, not even Nuggets. Now, that means that no more data breaches because companies don't have to store your data. And as we all know from uh, recent upheaval in personal information, uh, there's been uh, a lot of problems around this area and it's getting bigger every day by the feel of it. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, I would say uh, it's definitely uh, the right time for nuggets to be around. And and let me ask, does this is this for consumers as well as businesses? Yeah, I mean, basically, it's actually the big economic value is to the consumers in terms of uh, it prevents uh, identity and card fraud. Uh, it, it prevents false positives, uh, loss of income through false positives and prevents chargebacks uh, and uh, general retail fraud. Uh, but the, the beneficiary is actually the consumer at the end of the day because everything's like a one-stop shop in terms of login, payment, and verifying ID. And it means the, the key thing is 
it means a fundamental shift uh, from storing uh, personal information in centralized data silos that every business has and gives it back to the consumer. And that that's the big change, really. So the consumers are beneficiary, but at the same time, uh, the business is uh, uh, making great savings. Uh, in terms of app potential. Ah, okay, and and can can you walk us real quick through how um, how I would use Nuggets or how I, would, I guess how I would sign up or how I would sign up and use it? Yeah, so you download the app from uh, the App Store or Google Play. Uh, you uh, sign up uh, with your biometrics. Uh, at this point, this writes a private key uh, to the blockchain, which is uh, your access point to your blocks in the blockchain. Then you use uh, a photo ID and you take a selfie and prove that you're not just a flat image or a photo. And uh, then we correlate that photo, that selfie against the photo ID uh, to ensure that that is you on the photo ID. And uh, this starts to build a cornerstone of trust. And then you add a payment method and then that continues to build that cornerstone of trust. And then we verify and correlate all these components so that you're in a, a, a solid, uh, a good, secure uh, state to go and start uh, uh, trading or with e-commerce and other such things on the internet. Ah, so okay. it creates, so, oh, go ahead. Yeah. So it creates a, a, a digital identity basically, but it's not just like uh, in many cases there's a lot of digital identity stuff out there. But what with the real power is is immediately associating it to everyday uh, uh, principles like payment and ID verification, because that's when it really gets powerful when you're using it on an everyday basis. Oh, and 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 that's exactly where I was going with it about how much would we be able to would we be able to use nuggets in just everyday transactions and interactions? I mean, we would be yeah. That, that's uh, the key. That's the key thing. Uh, there's uh, a lot of blockchain and crypto stuff goes uh, to uh, uh, the utopian end of uh, just starting in the world of crypto and catering for that. But this comes from real world people problems. Uh, it came from myself where I had my own card details used fraudly online. And that made me realize that how many locations I'd left my personal information all over the Internet. And I was trusting in every one of these locations to look after that information to the same level. And, uh, and that's just not happening anymore because that information is becoming so valuable uh, out there, it becomes vulnerable in return. And so it was very key, but it was an everyday people problem where people's cards were being used and information was being used, uh, email addresses were being abused, as, as we've seen very recently, other personal information being abused. And uh, I just thought there's got to be a better way than that. And it's almost like, uh, we're at that uh, perfect, as we call it, a perfect storm and an ideal opportunity right now because it is just blowing up in terms of uh, personal information and privacy crisis uh, across the globe, really, at the moment. Oh, yeah, and 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 so when you started, and so when you founded Nuggets, were you already in the space, or or was it literally just a thing of this is a problem that needs to be solved, so I need to start researching, and you're starting kind of from scratch. Yeah, very much so. I mean, I've always I've been in digital for 25 odd years. Before Nuggets, I was at Microsoft and Skype, working on innovation projects between product uh, through to consumer. And uh, basically, it was something uh, that, uh, in this case, I, I problem definitely came first. It was through personal frustration. I, I sometimes feel a little guilty because. 
I feel a bit selfish because I'm trying to solve my own problems first, really. <laughs> and uh, that's where it came from. But then I very, very soon realised that everyone else was having the same problem and it was a ridiculous scenario to be. And there just wasn't any other option. So that's where it came from. And it wasn't even blockchain in the first instance, because nowadays everyone tries to put use blockchain for uh, fixing broken legs uh, to spreading butter on your toast. Uh, but this, we actually looked at numerous different uh, technical solutions to do it. And what we realized is we needed uh, zero knowledge storage, uh, being that there was no backdoor access. Even in your modern uh, cloud solutions these days, there's a lot of admin control and root level access where people can get to that information. Now, when you're talking about personal information, it's very important that only the person whose information that is, that they have uh, access to it, but no one else. And it was trying to have that zero knowledge storage. And that's when uh, I came across the blockchain and realized with the private key and public key principle of each block on the blockchain, that uh, it was the perfect technology to evolve that. And it was literally like an epiphany. I was like a small child in a sweet shop when I uh, realized it. And then it just accelerated from then. And it just kept ticking all the boxes, encryption, security, privacy, and then the trust model of blockchain, the trustless principles that we use with Nuggets um, is essential uh, uh, to the potential of it. And then obviously the immutable ledger. So it just ticks so many boxes in terms of a technological path. And, and I know you mentioned the uh, the, the concept of, of the private key and the public key. I just wanted to go into that for a second, just for folks who may, who may have, they may have heard the term, but they may not be completely uh, up to speed on I guess the, the pros and cons of both, because it, uh, of course, on its face, it seems like, well, everybody, well, you'd want to go with the private key every time. But there are times when it needs to be a public key, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, the public key can effectively be used to present uh, uh, an asset uh, on the blockchain without giving that total access away, which is the private key. Whoever holds a private key uh, has got the keys to the door, so to speak. Uh, but uh, I guess a, a public key, for want of a better analogy, is a bit like showing the photograph of the door <laughs> without um, having the key. So uh, I'm sure someone will say there's a lot better analogy than that one. But <laughs> no, that analogy works. <laughs> it makes it nice and clear. Cool. Uh, and and for uh, uh and and for right now, I know uh, I know you said uh, uh, Nuggets is relatively new, but uh, what? Uh, what do, what what would you say is on your company roadmap for the next year or two for Nuggets? Like, where do you see Nuggets in just a couple of years? Yeah, well, the thing is with Nuggets, I mean, we're, we're almost starting with just the, the basics of associating my ID to payment methods and that. But as we're going along, we're bumping more and more into AML issues. There's been a very big breach, especially in North America very recently with one credit reference agency, which I won't mention. Uh, to save their face but um, and uh, what you realize is when you see regulation and things like that where people have to store things for seven years uh, we and we get more and more requests every day because we do basic KYC with nuggets but we don't do AML and the reason for AML is it has to be stored by regulation rules uh, for seven years but uh, what we're actually looking at is maybe the person who stores it is the person who owns that information, that AML information that you have to present every time. And then there's an opportunity for having uh, multi-signed access, which is an opportunity that blockchain offers up. 
uh, for either regulators or the service and obviously the individual. Uh, and so there's great potential uh, in that. But once you really start on this path, what's really interesting, the more people in the community that come to us with additional ideas of how the, such a technology of nuggets, once you've got that ID, that digital ID associated with assets, over time you can build up these assets, whether it be AML documents, uh, passports, photo IDs, other documents that you every day need to call on. You can build a personal cloud that you can carry around and interact. Now, the best scenario is that we're not actually having to give any information out. We give a token or a reference to the actual information instead of giving uh, the real information out. That's where the utopian world is, that it's all just representations of that information rather than passing it over. So there's so many opportunities. I mean, recently someone came to us and actually said that uh, they were working for a charity and they had a problem where uh, elderly people didn't want to uh, let in service engineers for like the electricity board or anything like that. And they could uh, use Nuggets to verify that uh, who was on the other side of the door was the right person who's meant to be coming to fix your electric and that. And so when people start to understand the concept, it's actually the, the users and the people out there that uh, uh, create the biggest opportunity. And I guess once we've got this platform out there, and enable it for easy hookup to such uh, opportunities, then actually the the, uh, the the people will drive it forward and create those opportunities. I, I truly believe from all my experience in technology and particularly at Microsoft, but um, especially with Skype in the past, that uh, the best ideas of the use of Skype actually came from the people's adoption of it and how they decided it would be used rather than us telling them what the best ideas would be. And uh, that's a very exciting opportunity for the future for us. So in a similar way with the rise of Skype, you're saying that with, with Nuggets, I mean, you, you could end up with your audience or your public basically coming up with more innovative ways to use it or other situations that they use it in that maybe you didn't even think of initially. Yeah, totally. And that that's actually what's more exciting and will probably drive bigger adoption. Uh, it'd like not, it'd be, I'd like to think we, we'd set it off and get it going and give people the tools to uh, uh, use it in uh, various different formats so the, uh, they, they drive it and get the benefit of it uh, themselves in the future, most definitely. Okay, good. That, that, uh, uh, that, sounds, so that sounds like you have some really exciting stuff coming down, kind of coming down the pike. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so, so what do you... Um, and I always ask this of everybody: What which developments uh, with your with your product do you think are the mo more realistic versus the ones where people will come up with ideas and you'll say, "Well, that's so ambitious, that's decades away." Yeah, and I think the problem is is uh, we're working with existing systems. Literally, every business has uh, a silo of personal information. And there's straightforward ones like payment and login and verifying ID that we can address very quickly. But really, when you start to look at those businesses, you're going, well, you've got that information of that person. Do you really need to hold that yourself or could the user hold that and then uh, uh, give you a token or a reference? to demonstrate that they have that in their control. And you start to then uh, sort of pick apart uh, who needs to hold what and what, what reasons for. So there's great uh, reasons there. But again, I'm a little bit selfish because uh, this week I've spent going uh, to and fro with my bank 
And uh, the classic one I get is the fraud department rings me up, uh, and they did that today, actually, to say um, your card's uh, risk assessment has been stopped. And one of the benefits of Nuggets is you, uh, one of the true powers is that once you've uh, created that cornerstone of trust and you've done a purchase in the transaction, we record in a transparent manner that it was a good transaction. We don't say what the transaction was for and the amount, but we say it was a good transaction. Now, over time, you build up uh, thousands of those. You could go and buy a product in future where you're pre-approved because you can see that you're a good actor and your payment method's good and that you don't need to be risk assessed and stopped or you don't need a credit reference to buy a large value item like a car or something. So that really uh, makes the payment methods uh, frictionless and, and that's where it gets really exciting really for us. Oh, so, so, that could, so that could change the whole structure of how credit works then, credit purchases then. Because like you said, you're, 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 seeing this record of, of, you're seeing this record of favorable actions, but you don't necessarily need to see the details of what the transactions were. Yeah, exactly. You just know that this person's done 2,000 good transactions and the people who are involved in those transactions record them as a good transaction. And there's no better answer than that. And that means you've, you're coming pre-approved, basically. So it changes the whole model for risk assessment and credit reference. And then if you look at uh, like today, so firstly, my risk assessment had stopped my card because I've been traveling. And I guess that's why it did it. But now that wouldn't happen for a start and then i have the fraud department from a very large bank ringing me up but they won't tell me that they or prove that they're my large bank until i've given them my mother's maiden name my first dog's name and uh, <laughs> uh passwords to get in and then after that they'll prove that they're my bank which is always a bit dodgy because at that point they may not have been my bank and now they've got my mother's maiden name my first dog's name and half of my code words. So uh, again, nuggets can help with those ones. So really, uh, I'm a little bit selfish in saying if I could eliminate that, I'll be able to talk to my telcos and my bank a lot easier and uh, buy things online without my credit card details being used uh, for like a £3,000 purchase on the other side of London, which actually happened to me once. I had a, it was a great moment where I was actually uh, shopping uh, on the far side of London and uh, someone rang me up and said, are you buying £3,000 worth of alcohol and tobacco uh, in the south of London? <laughs> and I said, no, I'm buying a goldfish. And uh, they went, okay, right, we'll stop it right now. So, uh, yeah, there's, uh, again, there's potential for the future with Nuggets to uh, to not have that problem in the first place. Oh, that that is amazing. So you could... You could literally, you could literally get. So basically, you could use this to only share particular pieces of your information, depending on what's needed for just that situation. You wouldn't have to share all your data at once, just to, you know, like you said, just to make a transaction or just to get into a certain place or whatever. You could, you could parse out exactly what you wanted to share. Yeah, well, it gets even better than that because really, do you need to give uh, my email, my phone number, and everything else? Uh, for me to do a transaction at an e-commerce store. Yes, you need my payment method, but we can tokenize that and there's existing tokenized methods 
and these other proprietary tokenized methods where instead of giving the card details, you give a reference or a token representing that card that has no danger if it's out of your control. So you can do that same token principle for your other information. So the actual utopia is not to hand over any information to be able to transact, but to cryptographically prove that that information is there and that it's good information. That's, that's really the end goal. And obviously things like zero knowledge proofs, um, that's evolving now across the blockchain. Uh, and that's, you know, that's great because in future you can prove when you're going to buy a game online that you're over 18, but without telling you that I'm at how old I'm actually am, which I don't want anyone to know. <laughs> ah, okay. So you could, you could kind of safeguard yourself while still having those same transactions happen. Yeah, exactly. So the, 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 it's more difficult in the early days because of the existing systems, but in future, I really do believe that you'll pretty much be able to transact without divulging any information you don't wish to. Uh, obviously, the choice is there. It's a user choice world where you can actually pass the information if you wish to, but uh, if we can enable it so you don't have to be giving out personal information all over the place, uh, that's the best way forward because at the end of the day, if the information isn't there held by someone else, it can't be breached. And that's a benefit for the business because they're not having to protect it. In Europe, we've got GDPR coming out in May. And uh, there's a lot of businesses concerned about looking after that personal information now. So it helps the business and it certainly helps the individual. So so once I, so uh, let's say I, I go into, the, I go into the, the app store, I download Nuggets and I, and I get everything set up. How long is it before I can actually uh, begin using it? Can I still start using it the same day, or does it take a couple of days? Or yeah, well, uh, effectively you can start using it straight away. But uh, it's uh, at the end of the day, it's uh, enabling uh, the audience to have the code to be able to apply it to uh, existing sites for login and payment and verification. And then obviously we'll grow more and more partners that can have access to it. But we also also see a vision where existing payment methods like Android Pay, instead of adding a credit card there, you could add your Nuggets account, and that way you're not putting your card into that centralized database with that other brand, you're actually uh, uh, just using your Nuggets account. So there's potential in uh, terms of that. So obviously it's key for, uh, the, the more people we work with, but it's, it's, it's amazing the uh, interest and the take-up across the globe. And, uh, we've very recently spent a lot of time over in Asia because uh, the mobile adoption of payment methods uh, is immense over there. And uh, it's very interesting to see how accelerated it is. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's just a lot of opportunities. And we initially thought we'd just start in the UK. Then we got pulled over to the US. Then we've got uh, pulled over to Asia. And there's, there's so many people interested in the potential of it, really. Oh, I could definitely see that. I mean, you're you're literally talking about a shield for your data. I mean, the whole world is going to be interested in that. That's not really, that's not, I hope you guys weren't too surprised that you got pulled into all these other markets. You know? No, it's very exciting. It's, uh, sometimes, as we say, it's a little too exciting some days. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, keep keeping up with all the demand now. <laughs> right. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> okay, and, and, uh, and just for our audience, uh, what would be the best way for them to get in touch with nuggets to get access to the to the app what's what's the best way that you would say you'd want them to to get in touch with you guys well best way is to go to a website really because that's a jumping off point to numerous different things 
uh, for the community and such like. So if you go to nugget.life, so that's nugget.life, uh, you can uh, then access the website. And then as uh, the opportunities come up uh, for the product and community, uh, it'll all center through that, basically. Okay, and it's a pretty and pretty simple process, I would figure, right? Like yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And uh, thank you, Alistair, for coming on to the podcast and, and giving us all this great information. Uh, like I said, we appreciate your time, your wisdom. We especially appreciate Nuggets now that we know everything it, it can do. Yeah, indeed. Thank you, Alan. It's been great to be able to talk to you and uh, sort of uh, uh, demonstrate the potential of it. And hopefully uh, all your listeners will appreciate that in the future. All right. Thanks, Alistair. Thank you. Coming to Dallas, Texas, September 14th, 15th, and 16th, 2018, the Blockchain and Future Tech Expo. This is going to be a gigantic conference of over 5,000 people. We're going to be talking about blockchain and its applications. We're going to be talking about quantum computing, cybersecurity, artificial intelligence, and several other future technologies that are poised to and actually changing our lives as we speak. Here's why you should attend. As you may know, early adopters are the ones that investigated and profited from things like the gold rush in the 1800s, from the dot-com boom in the 1990s, from the internet boom in 2005, from the smartphone explosion in 2007, from the real estate boom that ended in 2008, and of course, from the Bitcoin boom that started in 2012. Early adopters act now. They don't wait till later. They go out west first in their covered wagons. They find the biggest gold nuggets. If you consider yourself an early adopter and you want to find the biggest nuggets, then you owe it to yourself to attend this upcoming conference. Blockchain is going to affect how we control and store our medical data, how we send money around the world, how we bank, and more. But artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and cybersecurity will play a pivotal role in our lives as well. And that's why our next event, September 14th to the 16th at the Dallas Convention Center, is going to have not only 5,000 plus attendees, but we'll showcase blockchain, AI, cybersecurity, quantum computing, and more. You want to get in on the coming gold rush of future tech and opportunity as an early adopter. Don't be left out. To register, go to bftexpo.com. That's blockchainfuturetechexpo.com. Thank you. You have been listening to Almost Here. Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, both to review and discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.